like to read this morning from James chapter 5, just a portion of verse 16. And we've heard this quite a bit in the last few weeks. The effectual servant prayer of a righteous man availeth much. This verse certainly draws much encouragement. We read read it. At the same time, I find it to be somewhat of a challenge as well. Uh, laying hold of the promise of this verse and the potential promise, uh, the challenge is that uh, we see the promise and the potential, but we don't always readily see the results. Right? If I have too many uh, verses I don't quite understand, I try to put it in perspective that I, that I can understand. Uh, certainly we believe and trust Scripture, trust its truth and its value. But if, if, if we indeed are, as the Scripture says, righteous men, women, young people, that our prayer, prayers will avail. We are assured in Scripture that uh, this, this, not only the Scripture, but many like it, carry, carry a lot of weight. And uh, we need to recognize the weight at which is covered because it's God's Word. And in prayer especially, we, uh, we stand before uh, a God in such a, if we are such a person, a righteous individual, that uh, when righteousness and uh, the Holy God uh, intersect, uh, great things can happen. And we've experienced that, you've experienced that, and as we go through life. But to, to avail means simply to help or even give advantage. And, and we, we certainly have an advantage when it comes to, especially in prayer, we, we have the advantage. It's not the sin or the sinner. It's not the, the health issues. It's not the, the obstacles that we may face. It, it's a relationship. It's, it's not so much uh, what we're going through or what we're facing. It, it's, it's not the good and the bad. It's not even the, the, the rejoicing. The, the, what, what makes the, the prayer effectual is a relationship between you and the Creator. In fact, Paul uh, speaks of that somewhat. He speaks of those, uh, us as Christians. He says, moreover whom he did predestinate, then he also called. And then he called, he also justified. And those he justified, he also glorified. He says, what shall we say to these things? If God before us, who can be against us? And that's a great... Uh, scripture to, to confront when we are confronting the enemy, isn't it? Is God before us? Who, who can be against us? He said, He that spared not his own son, but delivered him up for us all, how shall he not with him also freely give us all things? He said, Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather, that is risen again who is even at the right hand of God, who makes intercession for you. 
and for me. That's effectual, fervent prayer. We need to pay our, 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 do our part as, as far as that goes. It, it is, it's not emotion. We think of effectual, fervent as, as we have to get into some mode or, or some emotion or some take some action or take a, a certain posture or precision. Uh, but again, it has nothing to do with that. It has to do with our relationship with God, the Creator. And, and that's what, that's when we are in that position, uh, uh, an individual that is righteous before God, in any prayer, we come to God in faith, believing God sees that as, as fervent and effectual because we have a relationship with Him. And that's where the glory comes in. That's where the, the power uh, manifests itself. And again, there's no degree of, of intensity or, or passion, but it's all in a relationship with God. We, uh, again, I had to put this, this verse in perspective that the way I can understand, uh, look at what God can do and what He did. Uh, especially when there seems to be, uh, as we look through through Scripture, and we see how God worked in, in places where there wasn't necessarily any righteous individual involved. Uh, think, of, think of Rahab. When, when the spies went in to spy out the land and, and uh, landed in, in Rahab's home, Consider this individual who she was. That before they left, they they made her promise: if you would put this scarlet thread out the window when we come in back into the land, that we will save you and, and anyone that's in your house. And, and, and they did. And I think of uh, Naaman, uh, a captain in the Syrian army who was had leprosy. And through time, made his way to Samaria, to the prophet, to, to get healed of his leprosy. And he was uh, commanded to go down to the River Jordan and dip and be clean. And he came out clean as a little child, the Bible says. So, so I asked myself, and I asked you, if, if a scarlet thread thrown out of a window can save a whole family, if a dip in an old muddy river can cleanse you of leprosy, but what about the effectual prayer of a righteous person? What about that? As we sit in this assembly today, consider the, the power that God has. When seemingly there, there's no evidence of, of a righteous person, and yet we see that what God can do. And I know God has done some things for you and, and for me. Think about the, the centurion officer. He came to Jesus on behalf of his servant. He wanted his servant healed. We don't know what he knew about Christ, but what he knew, what he heard. We don't know any, any specifics, but he came to Jesus asking that he would, he would come to his house and heal his servant. And, and then through the conversation, Jesus was going to come, and the man said, you know, you speak the word, and it shall be done. It said the man was healed from that time on. If, uh, if an old sinner, as we were, by calling out to the Lord, can obtain such 
agreeing to change and salvation as, as the publican did, who just uh, stood there and, and lifted up his voice to God and, and asked him to be merciful to him, a sinner. They said he went down to his, his house justified. If these people can acquire such change, well, what about the effectual prayer of a righteous person? This is a house of prayer. We ought to come into the house of prayer expecting. Expecting. We have the advantage. Whatever we came in here with, we, we have the advantage. And, and upon God's word, whatever you're facing, an obstacle, a sickness, or whatever it may be, a, a lost loved one, why we have the advantage. Because we are in a place where God hears and answers prayer. And we ought to be a, a people of prayer. Especially in these days. This ought to be the church's finest hour. As the day approaches. Ought to be? Think of Tyrus. He's a ruler of the synagogue. Fell at Jesus' feet. His daughter was at the point of death. And it says that Jesus stopped what he was doing and headed that way. But in the process of, of going to that house, he, he was touched by a woman. He just simply reached out in the crowd and touched his garment, and she was healed. Now, ask if, if you could just, someone could just reach out and touch the hem of, of Jesus' garment, what about the effectual prayer of a righteous person? What about your prayer today? How, how effectual will it be? How availing can it be? Well, we know who God is. We know what God can do. We just need to, to, to let it loose and let God take take control. There's a woman of Canaan who says her daughter was vexed with the devil. And she just simply came to the Lord and said, help me. Again, we don't know her condition. We don't know what she knew about Jesus, her spiritual condition. But they began to have a conversation. And Jesus said, I have not come but for the lost sheep of Israel. And she began to talk uh, to him some more. And he said, it's not me for me to take the children uh, meet and give to dogs. And the woman responded, even the dogs eat the crumbs that fall from the master's table. And, and this woman that day received more than crumbs. And just simply coming to Christ and to see what, what she found in Christ. Uh, I don't think God expects us to, to come into the house of God and, and get, get some crumbs. I think the, the table spread for those who, who will, who will uh, just offer themselves up to God and have a relationship with Him that, that he, can, he can avail for you. He can help you. That's what He did. As these people came, He, he availed. He, he helped. He, he, he set the advantage in those lives that have, were disadvantaged. Well, we, can, we talk about the Ethiopian eunuch. Didn't, didn't know anything about God or Scripture. Philip came along and, and he, he believed and was baptized. The Philippian jailer. What must I do to be saved? He and his household were saved. What about the effectual prayer of a, of a righteous person? Our Scripture reading this morning, what Dave read, read uh, 27 again. Lord was, was speaking to Israel, not his people. But we, we are God's people. We, we have been chosen of God. 
He asked him, Why sayest thou, O Jacob, speak, and speakest, O Israel? My way is hid from the Lord, and my judgment is passed over from my God. He, he said, well, well, how, do you, how can you say that, that, that uh, your, your needs are hid from me? How can you say that, that I, I, don't, I don't judge right? They, they knew God. They knew what he could do. We know God. But we know what he's capable of doing. And he says, hast thou not known? Hast thou not heard? That the everlasting God, the Lord, the Creator of the ends of the earth, fainteth not, neither is weary. There is no searching of his understanding. He said, he giveth power to the faint. You feel faint? That's for power. He gives power to the faint. And then to have no might, he increases the strength. As I get older, I need increased strength. Not only in the physical, but the spiritual as well. We need strength from the Lord. And he's capable of giving it. He said, it's not about age. He said, even the youth shall faint and be weary. The young men shall utterly fall. We used to sing a song, give of your best to the master, the strength of your youth. Well, as we, we get older, we need more strength. We need more youth. But it's not about age. It's, it's about a relationship, isn't it? With the Creator. He says, but they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And then I'd like to read this first verse of 41. He says, keep silence before me, O Isles, and let the people renew their strength. Let them come near. Let them speak. Let us come near together to judgment. We find a, a verse in the first chapter of Isaiah that see, see, seems to speak to the sinner. He says, come now, let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. So, so the admonition there to the sinner is, is, come unto me and find. And I will give you what you want. And it seems here in this scripture, it, it specifically speaks to, to the saints of God. To, to the righteous. And he says, keep silence before me, O islands, and let the people renew their strength. Let's say, let, let us renew the, the strength. The strength that we, we, we had, perhaps when we were young, maybe not even physically, but even spiritually, the, the, the hunger and desire. Why, I mean, that, that urgency still be within us. He says, let the people renew their strength. Let the, then he says, let them come near. That the Lord is speaking to, to us today. He said, let, let, let them come near to me. And then he says, let them speak. So, so the Lord wants us to come near, and, and he wants to know what you have to say. He, he wants to know your need, and then he says, let us, let us come together to judgment. What are you saying? It is, it, we've come into the house of God. You have your needs. He says, I'm here to, to come together to, to meet those needs. He's here. In closing this morning, Psalm 65. said, Blessed, verse 4 and 5, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell in thy courts. We shall be satisfied with the goodness of thy house, even thy holy temple. Don't you feel good when you come into the house of God? Wherever it may be, wherever we, 
we worship. And just to, just to come into the house of God and, and uh, heard that lately here in Roseburg. It just feels good to be, be together. We had the special meetings in, in Medford here recently. Hadn't been together for, for a long time. It just felt good to be in God's house with, with God's people. And then he said in verse 5, By terrible things and righteousness wilt thou answer us, O God, our salvation. Uh, this terrible word is not uh, the word we would assume, but, but it means by terrible, by wonderful things, by display of God's majesty and his glory and his ability. It, it answers to that the, that whatever God would do, whatever the need would, would oppress a saints and sinners alike, uh, to put them in awe. So he said, by, by, by wonderful things and righteousness wilt thou answer us. Our prayer is, is the Lord will, in these meetings, will, will answer by terrible things, by wonders, and His glory, and His goodness, and to prove that, that He's still God, regardless of what's going on in the world. This world will crumble and fall, we know that. But we're standing on that solid rock, of Christ of Jesus. So whether we are in need of, of coming and reasoning together that your sins may be as scarlet and, and wool, or we're just here uh, coming together and asking God for, for our, our daily needs or whatever it may be, uh, God is here in this place, in this house of prayer. And, and if we can read God's Word and see what God can do in, in such times to such people, what about the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous person? As we come to this place of prayer, back in that 41st chapter, excuse me, I'm wrong here, that fifth, fifth verse, he goes on, he says, Who art thou the confidence of all the ends of the earth, and of whom that are far off under the sea? Our prayer is that revival not just happens here locally, but across the seas, Wherever people are tuned in today or tuned in to the, the God of heaven, we will certainly experience God answering in ways that will put you in wonder and stand in awe of him. It is not, as the song says, not in trying, but in trusting. It's not in running, but in resting. It's not in wondering, but in praying that we find the strength of the Lord. And that's what we'll find this morning. That's where you'll find it. If you need the Lord, if you need to be saved, uh, look at what God did. Look what the Lord did to those that just that simply didn't have a clue. Whether they have a clue or not, but the Lord's the same. He, he wants to save. He's here to save. He's here to sanctify, fill with the Holy Spirit. But we, we want revival, don't we? We, we? we need revival. And let us pray that way. And the Lord will, will stir our hearts and will receive from God even this, this day throughout this week as the Lord tarries. May God bless you as we come and pray.